once upon a midnight dairy, while I pondered, weak and weary, over many quaint and curious swollen of forgotten lore, it's another digital citizen here with the gore. Another, di- another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Welcome to a very creep and very a dark episode of another digital citizen. I'm Count uh, Nygaard, and with me I have my m- magical assistant, uh, uh, L uh, Z. Hello. Hi, bro, everybody. I'm a. I'm. I guess I'm. I'm a guy. I'm a. I'm. I'm. I'm a guy. <laughs> Hi, bro, everybody. Uh, sound a little like Alex Jones right now. A little bit. <laughs> That's exactly who you are l- l- sounding like. I sound know. a little like Alex Jones, everybody. I'm, I'm not sure why. I, don't, I just did a voice and it came out like this. Alex Jones. I can count to ten. I am the count from Sesame Street. This is, this is Dracula and Alex Jones meet and do a podcast together podcast. Hello, everybody. It's Fro and Luke here. I was actually going for like a um, a Renfield type, like where he's like, you know, kind of uh, that kind of voice to Dracula, mm-hmm. but somehow it came out as Alex Jones. I didn't mean for that to happen, but it did. Yeah. I'm very much in a spooky mood. Uh, this this week have been filled. I like really now. I'm getting into high gear, uh, watching all the things I want to watch. Like all of October for me, like is very like focused on on horror. But, oh, okay. uh, especially like the two last weeks of of uh, October is very like focused on uh, horror stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm uh, just reading uh, the new book of uh, Stephen King uh, called Holly. That's really good. So that's spooky. Okay. Uh, watched a lot of like horror-themed uh, TV shows that we will talk about in the TV round. Saw Dracula again, the Netflix thing that we saw together. Did we? Um, I don't remember that. Yeah. Okay. You and me saw a three-parter Dracula show, I think two, three years ago, oh, about him okay. like going from uh, Transylvania to the U.S. I'm not surprised. No, I don't to the remember. UK. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I will remind you. It was this uh, show where we saw uh, one of the most disgusting scenes that you knew of because you really loved it when people are like tearing off toes and like tearing off uh, nails and things like that. Sure. It was that show. Yeah. Still don't remember. So that's a good sign Mm. for that show. You know what else is terrifying? (laughs) What is terrifying? Uh, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is absolutely terrifying when it's called Voodoo. It's yeah. terrifying, and I've got a voodoo you did it. right here. Yeah. You did it last year and the year before. And maybe the year before that. I don't even remember how many years Probably. we've done this 
but we definitely, I don't know how long it's been around, but I feel like we At did it. At least for two, two last years, we've done this. Right, and I feel like maybe it's been around before we started doing it, or maybe, Yeah. I'm not sure, but it's a mystery. So the gimmick it's a is mystery. that, uh, yeah, so the gimmick is that it's a mystery. Uh, last year, it tasted like sh- uh, cotton candy. Was your uh, my, that was my prediction? I don't. I think we looked it up, but I don't remember what, what the actual thing was. But let I me don't remember either. We're just. I'm just gonna drink this throughout the show and kind of give you an idea of if it tastes good or not. Mm-hmm. There's no carbonation in this. I don't know what the hell. Usually what Mountain Dew is. Yeah, I opened it up and nothing happened. Mm. Um, mm. give a little taste of that. Kind of tastes lemonadey, but we'll okay. see. We'll see. How I feel about it as we go on. So far, lemonade. Very lemonade. I'm getting a hot. Mm. mm, Yeah, lemonade. Like a minute made lemonade so far. We'll see what. Ah. See how I feel about it as we go on here. I actually really like minute made. I mean, as a company, they're terrible. But as a as products go, they're pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a little like Caprice. Caprice is a terrible company. I was gonna say Chick Chick Fil A. Yeah. It's a, oh yeah, yeah. Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even better example. There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. I have never uh, been to a Chick Fil A, and even I am know they are very anti-gay. Right, or Nestle. Like uh, yeah, Nestle makes some good chocolate. They also destroy the entire planet. So there's the, mm-hmm. that the that. rainforest yeah. <laughs> loves Nestle. Yeah. Uh, do you think that uh, Chick-fil-A also uh, sells turkeys? During Thanksgiving, which is coming up, it's possible, right? That mm. they would do some kind of turkey-based like product. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Yeah, because I heard of a very young turkey. <laughs> ah, I see what you did. Ah, you got it. <laughs> I think they changed the name of turkey. Did you hear that? No. Turkey new name. Yeah, they for years they wanted to yeah, uh Turakai is what it's Turakai Kum Usharo. Kum Ushar Yeti. Kum Ushar Yeti is what Turkey is called now. They changed the name of Turkey. You didn't okay. hear this? It's a little like the Mormons saying we don't want to be called the Mormons. Anymore. I think the thing is they always wanted to be called this, and everybody in the whole rest of the world was like, "No, you're Turkey," <laughs> and like, yeah, like it was everybody yeah. else the Mormons. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, nobody. it is kind of like that. Yes, um, except nobody fucking cares anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's like X. Uh, everybody just calls it Twitter, right? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, I talked uh, about that uh, with Bill on that wrestling show. You could, you should go and listen to that. By the way, if you wanted to hear me talk about wrestling, especially this pay per view that I didn't watch, <laughs> the raw, uh, the the last WWE pay per view. I was gonna like... say there was a pay per view this weekend. That was a... right. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So... Why is Turf? Uh, why is Turkey renamed itself? That is very, very good English. Why is Turkey renamed itself? Is that what it says on yours? Yes. On your Google? Yeah, that's funny. I'm. I'm not even joking. Uh, TRT explained that the association with the bird of the same ni- name, typically associated with Christmas, 
New York and Thanksgiving in the US is one of the reasons of the change. Oh, how, okay. Luke? No, you got to keep reading that. It says, further, the Turkish government objected to the search results of a large bird which showed up when it, when it was right. Googled. Yeah. Do you know what? I totally thought that you meant that they had changed the name of the bird Turkey. No, I meant the country, said. Turkey, yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> this is why I was like, what? Oh, well, but the thing is... The, the name of the bird. Yeah, no. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Never heard about this in my entire life. Oh, Either. okay. No, no, yeah, no. Turkey changed its name, and it says... It <laughs> at the end of June, I think. What? I thought you meant the bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about the young Turks, which are, like, actually Turkish. So I assumed you would make the connection, I guess. <laughs> I was 100% sure you meant the bird. I was like, what? They just changed. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, well. That's funny. They're like, the turkey people were like, you know, this, this branding... The anti-drug people ruined the name Turkey because you <laughs> you're not a turkey. You're you're oh a chicken. God. I'm crying. No, it's not. You're not a chicken. You're a turkey. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't know how you made that mistake because we were literally talking about the Young Turks, but. Well, let's gobble gobble into the news, Luke, uh, because uh, Young Turks uh, host uh, Senk. Oh my god, please. Uyghur? Uyghur. Jank Uyghur. Jank Uyghur. Launches a democratic primary bit, because that is what we need. Jank Uyghur, founder and outspoken host of the Young Turks TV show. Yeah, because it's on television. You know, that TV <laughs> said he could... It's not on TV, it's on YouTube. Uh, said he could... And podcasting, probably. Uh, said he could win Democratic nomination for president despite obstacles, including his overseas birth, which he was born in Istanbul. Right. Which one of the requirements for being president is you have to be born in this country. Born in the U.S., yes. So... Maybe not real. I don't know. <laughs> Uyghur said... I mean... First and foremost, he would never, ever fucking win, so... Well, no, obviously not. Uh, but he says Joe Biden, quote-unquote, is not going to win, uh, he said on a show well, Wednesday, Wednesday announcing his extremely long primary campaign to challenge the sitting president. Quote-unquote, he says, It should not have been me, it should not... It should have been somebody else, but unfortunately it was not anyone else. There's only four mm. months left until the primaries begin. We must change course. He has, at best, a 10% chance of winning. Talking about Biden. Mm. I'm running as a proxy. I'm running to win. Or, uh, but I am also running as a proxy for any other candidate. Um, yeah, so he's... This is similar... He's just like, Biden is not gonna, is going to get beat by Trump, if that's what, what's happening. So I need to do something about that. I... I get that, but this is not the correct thing to do. Well, like he's saying, it's like, I didn't want to do this, but nobody else right. is doing it, so I guess I'm going to do it. That's what his thing is. I mean, they almost, yeah, no, this is never, this is not smart. Well, let me put, put this up. Who is the biggest uh, political commentator in the entire world? 
probably one in his family, I would say. Right. Uh, one of the biggest Twitch streamers. Some, so, someone in his family. <laughs> one of the yes. biggest Twitch streamers in the entire world who talks about politics also happens to be his nephew. So does he have, like, an ability to get again? the word out there? <laughs> uh, I think so. Hassan. Asmongold, right? Asmongold, yes, that's what it yeah. is. Yes. <laughs> that's, his, that's his nephew. <laughs> it's, it's very... <laughs> it's I'm just saying he has the ability to get the word out. He's not. It's not like he can't... Yes. Uh, like, with people like uh, uh, Marianne Williamson, who's already running for the Democratic campaign... She right. doesn't have the ability to, like, um, spread the word the same way he does uh, mm -hmm. because she doesn't have the platform he does and the people that are connected to him that he does. Uh, but like I said, it says here, Uyghur came from Turkey at eight years old. Article 2, Section 1, Clause 5 of the U.S. Constitution says only natural-born citizens defined by Harvard Law Review as citizens from birth with no need to go through naturalization proceedings can be president Uyghur said he could he could beat that in a, in court, so he's saying I'm and gonna lawyer no. up and and go ag and say like, yeah, I, I'm not sure no. how that would work. No, I think it's remember. Well, you don't remember this, but uh, during WCW, Hulk Hogan ran for president when I was a kid. So there's also that. Really? Yes. <laughs> uh, when when Hogan was in WCW, he ran for president. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I don't remember that because I did not watch WCW. Right. That's why. Yeah. It was. This is a old man moment for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm older than you, so there's that. Oh my God. Well, I think this is a terrible, terrible idea. To be a hundred and ten percent honest, I. Uh, I understand what why he's doing this, and I totally agree with him uh, that uh, they will probably uh, lose against Trump. Um, but I don't see a way of stopping it. To be completely honest, I think their only way of beating Trump is putting Trump behind uh, bars. I... I don't see any way of Trump uh, Trump being beaten by the Democrats at all right now. I, I don't. and like we've said, he could still win even if he was in right. There's no like rules that say you can't be president if you're in jail. So right. Yeah. So uh, there's no chance. Uh, no chance in hell. No chance. It says here, uh, <laughs> November 26, 1998, Hogan appeared on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno and made an announcement to the audience that he would run for president. Yeah, 1998. Mm. There you go. Wow. Uh, well, he's an amazing actor as well. I'm, I, I mean, he was so good in that movie that he was in that I couldn't... Santa with right Muscles? Now. Yes. <laughs> or or a suburban commando. That was probably my favorite Hulk Hogan <laughs> movie. <laughs> Best. Uh, yeah, he's uh, probably striking right now. Don't you think? Uh, it's possible, you know. Yeah. Uh, that he would be with the actors. I'm not sure if Hulk Hogan is still in the in the in the union. 
or not? Let's see. Let's see if I can do a, a impression of him. Uh, <clears throat> you know, brother. <laughs> Brother, I'm in the union, brother. Union, brother. I did uh, spaghetti. Oh, uh, but yeah. I did uh, talk. Yeah, come on. I was busy uh, recording Kid Ninjas Four. Everybody. So. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say I was busy doing a sex tape. <laughs> well, there's that too. I was very, yes. I was filming a sex tape and saying the n-word, brother. Yes, brother. Uh, but yeah, talks between striking Hollywood actors and studios breaks down. Break down the wall. That's right. The strikes uh, are continuing. Uh, even though the writers' strike is over, the Hollywood actors and studios late Wednesday, uh, the talks bitterly broke between the two, killing any hopes of a three uh, that the three-month strike by performers would come to an end anytime soon. The studios announced they had suspended contract negotiations, saying the gap between the two sides was too great to make uh, a con uh, continuing effort. Despite any offer they said was as good as the one recently ended by the writer's strike, the actors' union decried their opponents' uh, bullying tactics, quote-unquote, <laughs> and said they were wildly mischaracterizing their offers. Um, so yeah, the negotiations resumed with writers last month. Their strike ended five days later, but similar progress was not made in the actors' union. Uh, it basically the same problems are happening with AI and um, uh, uh, streaming fees is what's happening. Right. So, yeah. Remember when Bruce Willis uh, sold his likeness to the media companies? Yes, that is a true story. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think. And then we found out why he did that because guess what? He has dementia, so they probably he didn't really have a choice, and it was probably his family who sold it off. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and there's probably more actors that we don't know about that have already done that. You know what I'm saying? I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, we all know that. Uh, 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 Oh my God, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has really been dead for all like ten years now, and uh, it's just a AI image of him playing all those roles. Right. It says here, actors have been on strike over issues including increase in pay for streaming programming and control of their uh, control of the use of their images generated by AI, which is what you were talking mm -hmm. about. So, um, yeah, just. Yeah, Star Wars, everybody. Star Wars. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, look, I was uh, thinking uh, we should probably not talk about this, but um, I was in Colorado the other day. Oh, are you getting some free weed from Colorado? Because mm -hmm. that's the only state, apparently, in, in the U.S. that has legalized marijuana according to the media mm -hmm. yeah and uh, I walked around there and I saw someone like taking pictures of me I don't know why uh, definitely wasn't me hmm. it, it wasn't me is that what uh, oh you're not saying that it was me I um yep hmm. yeah it wasn't me hmm. but I caught you the, on the camera and I cut the dun 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 was it Shannon Parker and her husband Stetton 
who took pictures of you, possibly? It was. And then they tried to chase me and say, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. And I said, no, I'm just Norwegian. And you're like, Stetson is a kind of a silly name, guy. Maybe you should. <laughs> it's, a, it's like the hat. It is That's like Stetson the hat. Not. He's yeah, from Colorado, yeah. Shannon and Stetson. Mm-hmm. So, Shannon and Stetson were riding a, a popular train through Colorado when they spotted, spotted a bizarre figure moving through the mountains. That was you, I guess, Fro. Hmm. It was. With an alleged big, Bigfoot sighting, the stories of a large ape-like tr- creature aren't rare, although proof to back it up the back up the claims are usually non-existent. However, the, uh, Out There Colorado shared a video captured by the couple, and some people on social media believe it's the real deal. Okay, so we got the video here. You want to you want to see the video? It's up at the top I of the do. article. I do want to see. I'm not the sure video. if there's audio or not on this, but uh, give me a countdown whenever you're ready. In three, two, one, play. Okay, we're seeing something moving in like it's like a grassland, hilly grassland type thing. You see that thing moving over there? Yeah. I don't know what I think it looks like, uh, but I didn't really think it looked like a Bigfoot. Well, let's. We gotta wait for the video. There, they got this stupid thing. There you go. Oh yeah. It definitely blends in. Yeah. But it's. It doesn't. It it... L- Do you know what I think it looked like? You remember the monkey from Congo? What, like a gorilla? Yeah. I just thought it looked like a guy in a costume. Like, I don't think it looked real. That We can stop that there. A little too tall? Well, it's Bigfoot. I just... The way it sat down and like crossed its arms looked yeah. hu- human to me. Yeah. Um. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It didn't. Yeah. There's no proof. There was nothing there that made me think. Oh, this isn't just a guy in a costume messing with people on a train. You know what I mean? Oh my God! I know who it is. Who is it? It was the Pope. Look. He's tall. He's a tall guy, but I don't yeah. know if he's that tall. That was, you know. Yeah. They could have added, like, a little ex- head extender and maybe some foot foot extensions. I mean, with that hat, he gets to be very tall. The Pope hat is pretty... That's like true. It. Maybe he's wearing the hat underneath the costume. Mm-hmm. That yeah, would yeah. make sense. Okay, I get that. Yeah. yeah. The eye holes are just, like, mid-chest level. <laughs> is that why uh, Tron uh, is going to talk about the Catholics? Yeah, because of the Bigfoot connection. Yep. Yeah. Hello, this is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. A while ago I had a reflection on how it's been to become a father. Yeah, in this fucking crazy world, it's getting crazy and crazy and crazy. Yeah, since so I started the segment in 2016, I talked about how crazy the world is getting. And maybe now it's slowing down, but it's not. The Amazon is fucked. The environment is screwed. We have war in Ukraine, and now we have fucked up situation in the Middle East. And that's just the fucking beginning of our troubles. We have troubles everywhere. Maybe war with China, war with this, and war with that. Britain is fucking itself up because of Brexit, but there are some light in the world. 
poll had an election a few days ago or a week ago when you hear this segment who went the right way the right way i mean the conservative lost and every time a conservative loses i think that's a fucking good idea the libertarians think differently libertarians in the united states have all the right values when it comes to freedom of speech and you can live with who you want and gay marriage and so on but because of taxes so they're obsessed with they rather give power to conservative fuckheads like Ronald Reagan and Bush than have a little bit of socialism. Yeah, they think that's fucking hard for them. But anyway, conservatives in Poland is even worse. Yes, they are fascists. They are. They want to overthrow the court system. They're taking people who make mock of their religion. So if I lived in Poland and had this segment, I would fucking be arrested. And the list goes fucking on and on and on and on. Poland is not a poor East European country anymore. It's coming out of its shadow. It's pretty mighty and powerful. A powerful nation in Europe. It has been further centuries, but it's a long time ago. So not have fucking Catholic Church running it is a fucking good idea. I had it with the Catholic Church. I know I'm prejudiced right now. But the Catholic Church have been screwing Europe for centuries. And if they get a little hand on anything, they continue to screw fucking the future of everybody. Against abortion. Against condoms. Against. 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 Nothing about what the Catholic Church do you have to do with, do with the Bible. They're a power institution. Not a religion. They're a fucking cult. Who, who've been killing people just thinking, trying to ask questions about anything for centuries and they have raped children institutionally for years they know they have done it they know that is forgiveness but we should respect them because there are many well don't respect people because there are many respect pe- people because they do the right thing people still catholic today are fucking morons sorry if you accept what the catholic should do and have done as people continue doing, you're a fucking moron. I would never go into a fucking Catholic church. I don't respect the authority. I don't fucking respect people who devote their lives to the fucking ghost up in the fucking sky and wearing strange clothes, begging all fucking day in a fucking convent. No, it's not something to respect. It's fucking stupidity in a modern society. So what can we do about this? Can we do something differently? I'm a prejudice against Catholics? Yes, I fucking am. And you all should be. Like I'm prejudiced against all kind of organized religion in general. They have too much power. 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 Why don't have scientists have this power? People you can question. You cannot question religion because somebody wrote that text been written based on other texts, you mean based on other texts. But you say that, you blast me. What people ask me, or you only say that's the Catholic Church. I can say that about every religion. Judaism, bullshit. Buddhism, bullshit. Islam, bullshit. It all is fucking bullshit. And now we have war all over the world because of this bullshit. We don't do anything with general problem because of this bullshit. We don't do anything with environment because of this bullshit. Bullshit. I mean, mix this bullshit things with extreme capitalism, you have pile of fucking shit and that's where the world is going religion capitalism 
You gotta be fucking kidding me. We are destroying the planet so some few people can get profits. They will strong, we can those two. Have a fucking nice day. Okay, TV round. Uh, Jesus Christ Almighty. I don't know why I have seen so many TV shows, but I have. Okay. Um, I have watched my first Fox special uh, in my entire life. Fox uh, special. Okay. Yeah. I uh, watched Justice Mallet Autonomy of a Hoax this week. Okay. Uh, it has uh, six episodes. Um, it goes through the whole story of uh, the Justice Mallet thing. Uh, did it win the year it was uh, our tournament? I don't remember. Probably. I, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but holy fuck, this was interesting. Uh, because uh, one of the things that I very much liked about this is uh, they talked to the two guys that uh, did it uh, and uh, worked with Justice Mallet. They were involved with the production of the show and very much... Very much so. So, super interesting. All right. Uh, yeah, this came out in March. It looks like okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had never heard about it before this week. All right. Anything else? Uh, yeah. Uh, I saw Everybody Loves Diamonds. Oh, I saw a preview for this. Yeah. Uh, it. Uh, I think it's on. Net or no? It was on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. It's uh, based on a true story, uh, uh, and it is of uh, about the heist of the century, uh, and uh, uh, <laughs> it's really really cool. I very much liked it. Uh, it's a very heisty uh, show uh, in Antwerpen. Uh, the the uh, the acting in this is really, really good. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. I really liked it. All right. It sounds kind of yeah. like it's worth checking out, but I'm not sure. It, no. From the preview, I was like, I'm, I'm not. I don't really care to see that, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, I can understand that. I saw Goosebumps this week, also on Hulu. Okay. Do you know what? This is on Disney here, so I was thinking... I think I it's on both thing. Disney Plus and Hulu here. I think it's, you can get it on either, if you have one okay, of the so... other streaming services, yeah. Right. How many episodes did you see? Uh, two. But I don't... Okay. like. I was expecting it to be more of an anthology series, because that's generally mm -hmm. just what Goosebumps... Well, maybe because the original Goosebumps series yeah. was an anthology series, and the books are basically anthology books. You know, mm -hmm. it's like... They happen in the same universe, but the stories are all separate. But this mm. is like a running show, like a, mm -hmm. it's a and it's a ya kind of young adult uh, high school drama more than it is like what I would consider a goosebump show. But it still has uh, some interesting goosebump elements, I guess. I'm so fucking disappointed in this. I I I really. Uh, I saw f two episodes and I'm totally fucking out. 
uh, I really liked the, uh, the original show uh, and I understand that I maybe have very like nostalgic feelings for that right. but but this was not what I wanted I also wanted like one in one episode and done with it like I want a story each episode uh, like you 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 were thinking you were getting well that's just it like I don't like anthology series so in right. theory I should like this more but it yeah. it's just a little too yaw for me I, I, the other thing mm-hmm. is like Goosebumps books, right? Mm. Goosebumps books are for peop- for like young kids. Children. For like yeah. fourth grade, third like it says here. Yeah. Uh books are scary but not violent with plenty of twists and lots of humor and so they can enjoy by thrill seekers readers from age eight plus. So like mm. is this show for eight year olds? No. Right. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's for It's made for high 14. schoolers. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. M- late middle school, early high school. Um so I don't understand the marketing of this either because yeah. it's marketed as goosebumps, but it's made for people older than the goosebumps audience. So yeah, uh, yeah the whole thing's a little confusing. The acting's yeah. bad. Uh I do like the storyline a little bit, even though it's not what I would consider it, it, the storyline itself brought back goosebumps nostalgia factors to mm. me. Everything else is kind of bad, so I don't know. Uh, what would you give it? I guess. Uh, I really g- didn't like it. I'm going to give it a two and a half. Oh, that I, I don't think it's that. I would give it a, a three point five. I guess. Mm. You know, I. Uh... I guess I I was expecting another show, so when I finally got to see it, I was like, okay, not into this. Okay, uh, I saw a documentary on Netflix called uh, Big uh, Vape, The Rise and Fall of Yule. Uh, so, uh, as an ex-smoker, this was fucking interesting. Uh, because it's about these two Stanford uh, graduates that uh, sets out to uh, change the tobacco industry by creating one of the like coolest, newest product for um, adults. Uh, if people don't, like think of vaping, I I would definitely say that Yule was maybe like the first product uh, that was like uh, marketed the right way and uh, uh, their ad campaign was really like to the youth culture and it got very very popular uh, even though it got in troubles with like the FDA and things like that so um, it follows that uh, and in episode 4 because it's just four episodes, uh, we found out they uh, become billionaires because guess what? They sell their company to a cigarette brand. <laughs> so uh, they were hypocrites uh, in that. Really, really interesting. Uh, I really liked it. I'm going to give it eight and a half, actually. Okay, I'm not surprised by any of that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, this soda, it still tastes like lemonade. I mean, I, I, okay. I'm i trying to, like, get some kind of other... 
mystery flavor out of it. It, it mm. definitely warmed up, so like, it's not as good as it was when it was colder. But it just mm -hmm. tastes like warm lemonade. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this is lemonade. I don't, I, okay. I, I don't know what else to guess about it. Hmm. Okay, are you ready for a documentary, Luke? Another okay. documentary? Sure. Desperately seeking soulmate, escaping twin flames universe. Is that the longest title I have ever heard of in my entire life? Probably. I was I was like, what are you, are you describing the show or what's happening here? <laughs> this is like it's one of those Japanese book uh, <laughs> uh, manga titles, you know what I mean? It's called Desperately Seeking Soulmates, and the undertitle uh, under is uh, Escaping the fl fl uh, Twin Flames Universe. Yeah, manga so, title. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, for people that has never heard about the Twin Flames universe, like me, <laughs> it's ran by a couple called Jeff and Sheila Divine. Have you heard about these people? No. Jeff no. and... No. Okay. Uh, should, I, should I have? It is super fucking interesting. Uh, they guarantee that uh, through uh, teaching members uh, of their uh, universe, they will uh, find romance of eternity and will find their ultimate lover, their twin flame. Uh, that is what I promise. Guess what it ended up like, uh, Luke? Uh, say that again? Guess up what it ended up like. Oh, I have, I have no idea. Uh, uh, cult. What surprise? I'm not really shocked by that. <laughs> uh, they uh, pressure members into relationship. They challenge their uh, personal boundaries and comfort zones. And everybody is uh, like, uh, it's a scam. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, they got super, super rich and nobody got, uh, happiness. And, uh, it, it become a sex cult. So, that is very, very interesting. I really, really recommend this. Uh, I'm actually going to give this an eight and a half as well. Okay, I saw Raid the Cage on CBS. Yay! Cool. Me too. Game show with uh, the star of Blank Man, uh, Marlon Wayans. <laughs> My favorite superhero movie, Blank Man. Um, and Jeannie... Jeannie... Jeannie Mai? I think it's her name? She, I, I have never heard of this lady before. Oh, no, you definitely have. She was in um, uh, the golf... She was the announcer in the golf show... Oh, remember she was like the holy moly. Holy moly. She was in right. that. Yeah, she That's had the same exact right. role in this as she did in Holy Moly. Exactly the yes. same role. Um, but yeah, G G and I like both Jeannie Mai and I. I think Marlon Wayans actually did a good job hosting. Believe it or not, I I, I was surprised. Yeah, because all yeah. these hosts are terrible in all these yeah. shitty shows like this. Um, Very much so. <laughs> I was expecting this to be terrible. One thing they didn't do, which I was surprised by, is they never was like, oh, well, what's your home life like? And, like, went into mm -hmm. the contestants, like, 
issues and battles they're going they never did that at no point in this show were they like what are you going to do with the money now that 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 was never a thing and i was like are they learning that people don't give a shit about that yeah 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 you know do you know what i really like this show (laughs) i am i'm going to say it's flat out it's probably one of my favorite game shows in quite a while it's fun. I really liked it. I mean, there's... It's so fun! It's a fun show. There's clearly some rampant uh, capitalistic consumerism happening oh, here. definitely. And it's only made so that they can promote the products yes. that they talk about on the show. Like, those products are all sponsoring the show, and but that's where it's like... Price is yeah. right. So, who cares? <laughs> right, that's true. It is similar to The Price is Right, it, but it, this one's more like it's clearly sponsored by things like Apple and... Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I get that, but it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's there. that's the biggest problem is the rampant consumerism of it, oh, right? Yeah. It's like uh, I would say this is a cross between The Price is Right and a, a, a trivia show, and then what, what was that... Um, that shopping spree. I think it was just called shopping spree, mm-hmm. right? Where the they shopping like, spree, yeah. Yeah, where they have to run through the aisles and like get as mm-hmm. many things as they can in, in the grocery store. Well, this one, this show, they have to answer questions. They get a certain amount of time to be in uh, the cage, which is a cage filled with prizes. And they have to get as many prizes as possible. And the person with the highest prize total at the end wins all the prizes. It's two teams mm-hmm. against each other. I had a little confusion about the rules. Like, can you just toss prizes out the door without leaving? I would think so, yes. So why don't yeah, that, why don't you just chuck as many prizes out the door as possible yeah. and then run out the door? That's what I was thinking exactly the same. There's got to be a rule against that that they never say specifically, mm-hmm. but that they tell the contestants beforehand, right? Because like, there's so mm-hmm. many things about the rules of this that I'm like, I could cheat really easily at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what do you give this? I don't know. It's kind of fun, but like I said, rampant consumerism is a little annoying. I give it a 4.5? I give it a 5.5. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let me f- preference this with saying that I, I, I'm, I'm a pretty big John Carpenter fan. Okay. Uh, but uh, there's a new show out called uh, John Carpenter's Suburban Screams. And that is what it's called. Okay. Uh, it's the most phoned in um, uh, investigation show. So, for example, one of my biggest problems with this is uh, it's a true crime thing where the crimes is not that true, uh, especially, like, the first episode is, like, totally bogus. Like, it's about, like, people that really believe they've seen a ghost and a crime that's around that ghost and things like that. Mm-hmm. Episode episode two is totally okay, but uh, but uh, because it's about a, a real ser- serial killer. Uh, but it it's very, like, it's a mix between of real crime and drama, and the acting in this is terrible. Like, amazingly terrible 
and uh, they have found one of the worst actors in the world, and it's so phoned in. And I read some uh, things about it, and it's very clearly like John Carpenter just like signed his name under something and like said, "Oh, you can use my name uh, because it's going to be popular." I'm going to give this a one look. I really hated it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see what else happened this week. Uh, let's talk about Frasier, I guess, uh, <laughs> which I think we talked about a couple weeks ago. And I had said, mm-hmm. like, I always was a fan of, um, I, I've always been a fan of like, uh, Cheers, mm-hmm. and there was some other spinoff of Cheers that was good that I can't think of right now. But I never liked Frasier. Really, mm. mostly, I think it was because of my age. Like, mm. I think it's an older person show. This one mm. definitely, it's in the same vein as like a, a Fuller House, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's he's the main character, and a lot of the other characters have disappeared, but they replaced. It's like gone forward in time where he's now got a his son has grown up, and mm-hmm. um has a roommate who has a kid. And uh, did, did you also think he was going to turn out gay? I think he is gay, and isn't he? The son? Yeah. He says he has a boyfriend yeah. in it, so I'm assuming he's gay, but they never introduced the no. boyfriend. Yeah. No, uh, he, he's talking about... Uh, the, I was so confused when I watched episode one. So the whole thing is like, I... I He's talking about like uh, this guy coming over, and do you know what it was? Because I had to rewatch it again. Look, okay. he's talking about the fucking child. Oh, is he? Oh, yes, that makes sense. Okay, yes, it's so fucking confusing because when I watched episode two, I was like, oh, who would talk about a baby like sense. that? Like the baby, the baby is gonna come over to that doesn't. I, yes. I still think maybe it's going to turn out that he's gay, but maybe not, I no. guess. No. Did it's... you see episode two, though? No. I, I, is it out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Two first episodes out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I just assumed uh, because they kind of set it up that way. It's mm-hmm. very, like, n- the nostalgia factor is way up there. I mean, it's super... Um, oh, so... Late '90s, early 2000s sitcom. Mm. The way it's shot, and the way it's yeah. edited together, and the way the acting is. Wow, the son in this—he is a terrible actor. I mean, like one of I, the worst. I, I, but that's just it. I don't think that like <laughs> I, he wasn't clearly he wasn't giving good lines. But it's like they mm-hmm. were like, you're doing too. Like he was acting, and they were like, can you like not be as good because the other right. actors f- feel bad. That's what it felt like or something. Like They're like, your acting is a little too good. And Kelsey Grammer, he's feeling a little offended. So can you just mm-hmm. like take down the acting chops so that Kelsey feels better? That's what it felt like yeah. to me or something. Not, I don't want to take away anything from that guy, but... Right. Yeah, the, the acting in this was terrible. Can I just say that episode two gets enormously much bigger, uh, better? I very much felt like episode one. I didn't like episode one at all. I liked the beginning half of episode one. The second half of episode one was not as good. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, the whole, like, uh, uh, switcheroo with 
him like being the fireman and oh it's his kid no it isn't his kid like I I I kind of like I I had pretty high expectations for the show mm-hmm. I I have I have said before that I I really like Fraser uh, I I will maybe swear in the church now but I I'm not that big fan of shares. I like shares, but I, I actually like uh, Fraser better. Okay. Uh, especially Niles. Like, I really missed Niles. Well, uh, we had the Niles son, Niles son in this, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, um, yeah, I do think it gets better by episode two, uh, and uh, also that I is actually why I had to rewatch episode one uh, because of episode two. Because episode two is like. Uh, very much like oh he 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 is the ladies man. Okay, uh, I yeah. I don't know. It's there's good nostalgic factors of it. It do, mm-hmm. it feels like they chose not to update certain aspects of it and then update other aspects of it to be uh you know a show made in 2023 where like. Let's not change any yeah. of the format of it, but let's change all the, like, style of character and, like, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, overall, it's super middle of the road. I actually, li- I would say I like yeah. this version better than the original, so I'm going to give it a five. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a five as well. Yeah, I think it's not going to offend anybody's sensibility. Yeah. Well, what did offend my sensibility was Living for the Dead. This is a quote-unquote reality show Mm -hmm. about a ghost team uh, made up by uh, only uh, people from the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, I don't know why they did this, and this is kind of weird. Um, in the first episode, they go to a clown uh, motel, and it is... It has to be staged. The filming in this is so weird, because the quality is all over the place. Okay. Uh, I really, really really dislike this it is probably one of the worst ghost hunting tv shows i have ever seen in my entire life and i liked the people but it seems like acting i am 110 percent sure that most of the people in this show is just actors wait you're saying zach baggins uh, is just an actor and not a real ghost hunter? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. Zach Baggins is the most legit guy ever. He clearly is not faking it. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to give this a ba- big fat zero look. That bad? Alright. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check it out, I guess. Didn't like this. <laughs> uh, the last thing, and the biggest thing of the week, I think, House of Villains on E. <laughs> It's so good. I loved it. I loved it. I wish it would have come out a week a week uh, later because we would have covered it probably on the show if it had come out one week later, right? Don't you think? Yes. Yes. Amen and hallelujah to that. Um, 
Joel McHale as the host, or mm-hmm. one of our favorite hosts of things. I is Joel McHale ever bad? Like I, he did a really bad stand-up no. special. Remember that stand-up yeah. special? Yeah. That was bad. But uh, he's always a good host. And this is mm-hmm. House of Villains. It's a reality sh- competition show, but it's all the biggest villains from other reality shows. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and Anfisa, uh, uh, yeah, yeah Anfisa, Amorosa, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Tiffany, yeah. Tiffany, what's, yes, uh, New York from House of mm-hmm. New York, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Fairplay, who actually I've so wor- good. I've worked with multiple times because mm-hmm. he was in wrestling for a while, and one of the wrestling groups that I worked with, he came there and wrestled. Well, he didn't actually wrestle; he was like a uh, manager, promoter. Yeah. yeah, but he's super nice. Like they act like he's a big, the biggest villain, biggest bad guy in the world. When I worked with him, super nice guy. I'll be totally honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anybody else that's like, I mean, Anfisa is like one of the weirder ones, don't you think? <laughs> I, 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 I just love this. So it is terribly bad, but it's so fun. I think the weird is thing is brother, that like though. villain in reality show, like Johnny Fairplay, Omarosa, um, Jax, uh, mm. Johnny ba- Bahamas or whatever his name. These are all like actual reality show villains. Where people mm-hmm. like Anfisa and uh, what's the one guy's name? Um, the guy from the Love is Blind. Those are right. actually like just horrible people. Where Johnny Fairplay is like, he's a reality show villain. Anfisa is mm. just actually a horrible person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a weird disconnect there. But the show is super entertaining. I loved it. I, I, think, I think it is probably... Uh, Maybe uh, my second favorite show of the week. Uh, I think it's my favorite show of the week, for sure. Well, you haven't seen my favorite show of the week, so I'll talk about it soon. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's a, it's a decent... Like, I was expecting it to be really bad. The one thing mm-hmm. I found... Int- you see the house that they're... They film this in? Does it look it's familiar? It's a big brother house. No, it's 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 actually the house from um, that reality show where the guy thinks he's uh, what what was the name? Um, let me look it up really quick. Uh, and you can go into the other thing we finished this week. No, because I'm going to talk about the house that Usher fell. Okay, the house of Usher fell. On Netflix, because uh, as you heard in the intro, I was uh, reading uh, Edgar Allan Poe. So this is Netflix news show by Mike Flanagan, and it is a blast of a show. It is my favorite show of the year by a mile. I don't know if uh, everybody else will love it as much as uh, I did. Uh, people that like Mike Flanagan really likes Mike Flanagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he is very like I would say not controversial, but definitely like I would say that that you either very much like his 
sense of directing or you don't. Okay. Uh, and I I adore what he did here. Uh, the whole premise is based on things that is written by Edgar, Ed, Edgar Allan Poe, one of my favorite authors of all time. Uh, probably my second to like St- Stephen King is clearly my number one. I I of horror writers. I think uh, Edgar Allan Poe is maybe my second or third somewhere. I loved the undertone of this. It is not Mike Flanagan's most scary show by any chance, but I would say it is the one with the highest quality. The acting in this is amazing. The film- filmography is amazing. And how he has like put uh, a twist under Edgar Allan Poe uh, poems into like every single episode is a, a contained story from the Edgar Allan Poe universe. I I don't know how he he did this, but he made my dream and favorite show of all time. Like I really really liked it. Uh, ask me how much I liked it. Look, how much did you like it? I watched it. Three times this week. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm th- going to give it a ten out of ten. By the way. So this Surprise. show, uh, House of Villains, the sh- the house that they filmed it at was not only mm-hmm. the Joe Schmo show from mm. the early 2000s, which that's the one I was thinking of. Claim mm. to Fame, which is more recent, was also oh filmed God, there. Yes. And Tool Academy. Was also filmed there. <laughs> wow! So, like, the this is a house that has maybe some of the worst reality shows ever filmed in it, which is Cool Academy. Yeah, that is one of the worst. And both ever. seasons of Claim to Fame, which is like more recent, oh. obviously. Um, but yeah, all those shows were filmed in the same mansion, so it's like the reality show mansion. Cool. What did you give this show? Uh. What? Oh, what are we talking? Oh, are we talking about? Oh, the reality show. Um, mm-hmm. did you already give the the Edgar Allan Poe show a score? Yeah, I I give it a ten out of ten. Um, I would say this reality show, House of Villains, it's probably like a what? Jeez, it's super entertaining, but obviously not very good quality. So it's a weird mm-hmm. thing to score. Maybe a it is. Uh, a five point five. Okay, so I went through it this way. It's a two in quality, but eight in <laughs> entertainment factory. So it's between that somewhere. So well, I ended up at six. <laughs> I mean, it kicked off right away with the one girl being like, yeah. who are you? To Omarosa? That was kind of instantly entertaining. So funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, we have watched the last episode Ever? Question mark? I hope not. Uh, of the Love Experiment, Episode 8. What was this all about, Luke? Episode 8. The women enter the hall for the last time. They must each choose who they think is the one, quote-unquote, but the decision is not mm. easy, considering everyone has caught feelings. Each man does everything in his power to show each woman their commitment. 
You're right. So yeah, this that's is, thing, Madler. This is the episode where they've narrowed the group of men down to two men per woman. Mm-hmm. We have our three friends, and they each really nothing happens for the beginning. They go to talk to like the relationship expert who we haven't seen in like five episodes i want to say at least yeah she was there for like episode one and maybe episode three and then just disappeared for the rest of it right and uh and uh in the premise of the show uh it was very clearly that they thought she was going to be more involved in this than she was because I went like, is that a reality expert? <laughs> when did she? <laughs> uh, the love expert? Dating when? expert, not uh, reality dating expert. Right. Yes. Uh, when did we see her the last time? <laughs> the weird part is like, if you go to like MTV and look up the description of the television show, the mm-hmm. dating expert is like one of the biggest uh, thing. Like they, that's the thing they tout the most is her mm-hmm. and like her expertise as a dating expert. But she really doesn't add anything to the show. And then even in this episode where you would think that it's the most important part where they're actually going to decide who they're going to be with. And you would think, okay, this is where the dating expert would actually come into play and actually, like, help them make the decision. She doesn't do shit for them. She's just like, you got to follow your heart. Oh, thanks. I didn't know mm-hmm. that about relationships. Following your heart? Wow, that's so new. Such a new insight into relationships. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, so, Tamara has been how housed? Housed up? Is that what you're saying? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know what you're going for. Housed? I don't know what that means. She's like being touted. She's being pushed at. Uh, the main character in this show. Oh, okay. Yeah, touted. Yeah. She touted. she no, she wasn't she is the main character of the show because the description right. of the actual show is Tamara and her two BFFs, which yeah. Right. So why uh, they made her uh, go first? We were like, why is she going first? As far as picking uh her her soulmate, I guess we'll call it, right? Yeah. Right. Quote unquote. Yeah, so there's three of them. They and you would think that the main character would go last and reveal her soulmate last uh, from the two guys right. they're picking from, but she goes first and has a complete breakdown and can't decide who she wants to pick, but then ends up uh coming back and like making a decision and it really wasn't that interesting and we were no. like, "Why uh but I think we bo- we said this earlier when we were you know t- talking about the show is like the other two women are just far more entertaining as far as reality show uh, yeah, yeah characters right yeah mm-hmm. uh, second one up was uh, uh, what is her name Mars I think is the short Mars short, the shortest yeah mm-hmm. uh, we disagreed on who she should pick or who she uh, would pick because I had no clue who Tamara uh, would pick and, and neither did she I think um, I mean she had a literal breakdown part way through so I'm but, pretty sure she had no idea what she was going to do <laughs> Yeah, if this was real uh, uh, we should say right uh, and uh, she picked my guy right uh, yeah she picked um, 
the Jamaican guy, which right. I thought she was going to pick the other guy because they kind of like, I don't know how to describe it, but they had like a, uh, they just looked like a couple where the other, mm. where he, her and the Jamaican guy didn't really look like if you walked down the street and you saw them together, you'd be like, oh, they're friends. Where mm-hmm. the other guy, I was like, he, if I saw them walking down the street, I'd be like, oh, they, they look like they're together. I don't know how to describe mm-hmm. it other than that. It was just like a feeling I had. Yeah. Uh, but then, the most interesting pick of the bunch, Paige, um, that had uh, Saya and uh, what is this, uh, the other guy's name again? Uh, I don't remember the other guy's name right now. For for some reason, I only remember Asaya because I didn't like him. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, she she comes into the room and Asaya goes, "Hey, guess what? I'm so in love with you. I bought plane tickets, so I will be with you if you pick me." He yeah, he bought a one way plane ticket to come mm-hmm. to Atlanta where she lives. And he's from, I don't know, New York or L.A. or something. And he's Whatever. like, I'm going to come yeah. be with you. Uh, so he bought a one-way plane ticket. And then he ends up not picking her. So now he just has a one-way plane ticket, I guess. She didn't pick him, yes. Uh, she ended up picking up the, picking the guy who we knew from the very beginning she was going to pick. But... But? Yes? He. It seemed like right after the guy says, I'm going to... I bought a plane ticket to be with you. We were like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know what, who to pick. So she goes and she's trying to decide. And then the other guy pulls out a ring and proposes <laughs> to her. He just happened to have that ring, I guess. Like, it, it's, it's so very... Fake. Yeah, it's, it's so very fake. fake. Very fake. Um, but at the same time, like, it was very clear that they were going to hook up... I, the thing is, I wouldn't be surprised if they were already dating before the show even right. started. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they slept together in episode two, so. Oh, they yes. they they said they didn't, but we're pretty sure they did. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, just like I didn't sleep with my first girlfriend. Right. It's just for my wife. It's so fake that it's almost seemingly like. It, it's almost like the uh, the two BFFs were already in relationships, and the whole thing was mm. made just for Tamara. I don't know. That's what I'm feeling about it. The show was kind of entertaining, but very terrible. <sighs> so bad. I think it was only entertaining because we watched it together. Like, if we had to watch it alone, I don't think I would have yeah. made it through it. So, I don't know. The whole thing altogether, I'd give, like, a three. Oh, you're nice. I'm going to give it a two. Okay. Yeah, I, it's so bad. I think my biggest problem with it is they clearly did not know what they were doing uh, many times in the production. Yeah, because I, I can't, I can't count how many times they say one thing and do the opposite. Well, not only that, it, the 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 way that the Con, I, I don't know how to say the contest or like the way the the structure of how the show is supposed to be like they mm. continuously are manipulating like the con- the idea of this being an experiment uh, mm. to the point where at the end you're like 
did they really have any clue what they were doing? But I think we yeah. were thinking that the whole whole way through. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. But that means uh, since we're ending something, we should maybe watch something. Okay. Yeah. What are we gonna watch? What? Are, well, we are going to watch Survival in Paradise. It's called uh, in Norwegian. What is it called in American again? Surviving Paradise. Yeah, it's just called Surviving Paradise. Okay. Uh, so it's a reality show uh, where people think they are going to be in this villa, a uh, very nice villa, mm-hmm. and uh, live a life of luxury and uh, uh, like uh, be there and uh, like uh, fight against each other. To, to be uh, like uh, kind of like a big brother thing other than that it being in a villa of luxury but here's the spin of the show they were tricked because guess what it's uh, a little more like a survivor uh, where they have to like live in the wilderness and uh, fight to get to live in the villa and uh, you can be like shipped like through uh, the two alliances. Like you can either be in the villa and then they vote you out of the villa and back to like uh, the bad place, or uh, you can be in the bad place and you have to like get alliances to vote you into the villa. So that is the show that we're going to watch. Yeah, no, it's it should be all new reality show people like it's not a returning reality you know nope. one of those like we bring a bunch of reality stars back it's should be all new people i i would kind of compare it to um too hot to handle a little bit except instead yeah. of sex it's a house yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it will be interesting to see if that's as uh, bad as it looks i hope it's bad because that makes it more fun I'm assuming it's going to be pretty bad just from the preview, but we'll see. Maybe yeah. it's super entertaining. Okay. Uh, let's talk some entertainment news. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith says uh, the Oscar slapped uh, reaffirmed her marriage to Will Smith. It says here uh, Jada Smith revealed that the Chris Rock Will Smith slap in 2022. Academy Awards reaffirmed her commitment to her husband during an in-person conversation uh, presented in partnership with Vanity Fair. Jada recalled how she and Will did some deep work, deep work together after he slapped Rock on stage. When I was sitting there, this is a quote from her. When I was sitting at the Oscars, it clicked in as soon as I was like, oh, snap, you hit Chris. I was like, I'm riding with you. I didn't come into this place as your wife, but I'm leaving here as your wife because we got a storm we're going to have to deal with together. Right. Yeah. So, so the big they th- yeah, were divorced at the time. So, yeah, that's the biggest thing that came out of this is that um, the, one of the quotes from that whole exchange was, uh, don't talk shit about my wife or something to that. Mm-hmm. That he said that was what Will Smith said to Chris Rock before hitting him. Was keep your keep my wife's name out your mouth. That's what the exact mm-hmm. quote was. She wasn't mm-hmm. his wife. Yeah. So he said, "Keep your my wife's name out your mouth." They weren't even married. 
And she was like, why are you calling me your wife when we're not <laughs> married? I feel like there's something else going on with Will Smith, but uh, also I think his wife is just... She can't stop talking about uh, their... Like, two... She gets too personal with the information that she reveals to the public. Yeah, she's a terrible human being. I, I, I am. I have absolutely no problem saying that. I just feel like a lot of this stuff doesn't need to be shared with everybody in the world. Exactly. Like they just can keep it between yeah. them and their kids, maybe, and like some members of the family's close friends. We don't mm. need to hear this shit. You know what I mean? Like, no. I don't know. It's just. She feel it feels like she only does this stuff to stay relevant or something. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Hey, look, uh, since it's October, uh, guess what? Edgar Allan Poe has uh, written a lot. Uh, you yeah, can that's get, for sure. uh, yeah, here you can get uh, something called Edgar Allan Poe: The Complete Works Collection. It's just forty-eight hours and twenty-six minutes. Oh, that's all. Uh, yes. Uh, it's uh, over uh, 150 stories and po poems. It's really good uh, read. Uh, and you can get that on audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. Because then you can get a 30-day free trial of Audible. They have lots of podcasts on uh, actually a singing competition, believe it or not. Uh, and uh, you get a free credit. You should uh, listen to Adiger Ellen Poe, I think. And uh, you can do that on audibletrial.com slash ADC. All right, Voodoo. Um, this still tastes like lemonade, but I, I'm kind of leaning towards, like... Like, maybe they're collabing with some specific lemonade brand. You know what I'm saying? So, you think it's Minute Mate? It could be Minute Mate. I was also thinking maybe Crystal Light. Ooh. Lemonade. Yeah. Like, something in that area, but... Mm. I'm saying lemonade. That's my guess. That's my final guess okay. on this on this mystery soda. Yeah. But uh, have you watched any movies this week? I did. I saw something you saw last week. Total Killers. It was on Prime oh, movie. Oh, good. Yeah. Kind I of a time-traveling comedy... Uh, yeah. horror movie, uh, sla mm -hmm. slasher, horror, Very slasher, time travel movie. They definitely mm -hmm. make fun of like the time travel genre. So that's where the, <laughs> so much, the comedy yeah. comes in. There's even one point where, uh, she's like, have you ever seen back to the future to somebody? And, and they're like, mm. I don't really like time travel movies. They don't ever really make sense. Like they're making mm -hmm. fun of themselves in it's very, you know, uh, self -refer referential as far as the comedy goes. Um, mm. Some things, as far as the time travel goes, I'm going to be the guy who makes fun of it, even though it's making fun of itself. There's a mm -hmm. point where uh, they're in the 80s, 1987 mm -hmm. specifically, and they're like at a high school party, and they're like, let's play beer pong. Don't think mm -hmm. beer pong existed in 1987. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Oh, you're wrong, yeah. You, you think beer pong existed in 1987? Oh, oh definitely. I don't think it did. I, I Oh, I definitely think it did. I don't remember beer pong existing in high school, but it did exist when I was in college. Like, that's when I remember it uh, being created. Hmm. I, I think you're... 
totally incorrect, but who knows? Okay, I don't know. Um, hmm. Oh my gosh, it says it was invented in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so maybe it got reintroduced, like, when I was in college. Uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just... That was one thing I was like... Uh, there, the stereotypicalness of the 80s, like, they were trying to go mm -hmm. for, like, this is a Gen Z person, and they're getting put back into the 80s and having to, like, see the things that were normal then that aren't normal now. That was kind of the funnest, right. funniest part of it. The horror elements are kind of, eh, the time travel stuff is a little all over the place, but I thought it, mm. the main actress was pretty good. And the comedy was pretty funny, so I don't know. I'd give it a. She's really good, yeah. I'd probably give it a seven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I little, totally agree. A little bit, yeah, but other than that, a little, yeah. Yeah. I guess some people might say it's woke, also, but I didn't. I just thought it was it. If you pay attention, it almost is making fun of the wokeness at the same time right. as being woke, which is. I like that. I like it. Well, I saw Expandiforables. <laughs> that's how Expandiforables, yeah, that is what it's yes. called. Yeah, I mean, that's how they fucking spell it, so I'm going to say it like that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this was fun. Uh, I really like the Expandables series of movies. I don't really care what people say about them. I've they only ever seen the first one, to be believe it or not. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I saw it in the theater when it came oh. out, and I was, like, not that enthralled by it, because it's just a mashup of all these random people, and, yeah, That's never watched more like of it. like about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't watch movies but for anyway. actors, is the thing. Some people are like, oh, I want to see that, because it's oh, got yeah. this person in it. That's never been my... And that's, like, who this movie is targeted towards. Yes. Uh, people like me. Uh, so, Statham, Stallone, uh, 50 Cent, uh, um, Megan Fox, uh, Dolph Lundgren was in this, uh, Couture, uh, Andy Garcia, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of people you would recognize. Uh, yeah, I, I like R-rated uh, silly movies like this. Mm -hmm. uh, I I can't believe that you just seen one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you don't have to see the other. To I doubt get it. Plot of this, yeah. Of this, because there's absolutely no plot to this. It's just action, action, action. Uh, but I will give it a six point five. It's not like I think they are Oscar-nominated movies. Like, no. So. <laughs> You're not missing that much, but I was just like, okay. It's mm. yeah. It's just those. It's a a franchise where they're like, I, like I said, they just jam as many big names in there as possible, and it's not yeah. like they care that it's a good movie to begin with, no, because they know somebody's gonna see it because of all the name names, yeah. Like, uh, uh, uh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and they changed the names over the years because I, I don't think Statham, Statham was in the first one, but he was in the last uh, one. I don't think he was in the third one either. Oh, okay. But he's definitely become, like, that action hero 
comparatively to like a Schwarzenegger or something at this point. Yeah. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. I, did you see that? Oh my god! This week yes. or or last no, week last or week. last yeah. week? Okay. Yeah, another sequel. Um, I gave it the one nodding. It's, I don't. It's a it's a prequel, right? Because like, yeah, it's in the same place, but it's in. Uh, this is also in like the late seventies, early seventies, something like that. Right, um, so that, that is one of the things I but really, they, really didn't understand. But they about do this. at one point in it flashback even further, like way back mm-hmm. into like the eighteen hundreds to talk about yeah. like where this all came from, um, using like the Native American lore, which is kind mm-hmm. of more from the original film. That whole yeah. part of it, um, the acting's very bad. David Duchovny in this is like. Why are you in this movie? <laughs> like you're not. I, I, how did they yeah. even get you to be in this? Um, it's yeah. The whole thing is kind of contrived because you're like, are you just making up a story to make up a story? Because this doesn't really connect to any of the lore of any of the other like films, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very weird. It definitely feels like it was made just you know to come out on a streaming service and not actually be a legitimate film like in movie theaters or anything like that uh geez i don't even know because the one thing is like halfway through not maybe it wasn't even halfway through partway through i was like who is this woman who got possessed by the demon right and i was like yeah have i lost the plot or does this movie just not make sense uh so i almost feel like maybe I, i i didn't know what was happening or something but i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a two yeah, it's uh, it's really bad. Uh, I forgot that I watched uh, Reptile, but I did. Um, oh yeah. And this is with uh, ben- Benicio del Toro and uh, Justin Timberlake. Okay, so uh, when you talked about it, you you said it was a very like crime movie. I didn't know it was this uh, this type of movie I, I think I think I went into this with extremely low expectations and there therefore maybe I liked it a tiny bit better than you I'm not going to say it's well what, one thing I said is it's anything. one of those movies that maybe you need to see twice to really get it because yeah. at the end it really sends you for a twist right yes so, yeah. yes 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 and I really liked uh, Alicia Silverstone in this Mm-hmm. She was really good. Yeah. Uh, well, Francis Fisher has a very fun role in this. Uh, but I, I have to say that maybe my biggest surprise is uh, Justin Timberlake. He was really, really cool. Uh, really good. Uh, but uh, I will give this movie a 6.5. I think uh, if you have Netflix, you should watch it, actually. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's worth checking out. Like a like yeah. I said, yeah. Uh, the last... Did, we saw something together. Did you see anything else? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, we saw the conference. This was a Swedish, mm-hmm. right? What was it called? Yeah. There? Konferansen. Okay, so pretty close. Pretty close to the mm-hmm. same name. Um, yeah. About a... a what, do they, uh, what do they call it when an office gets together to have, like, a uh, morale-boosting... Uh, 
get together, whatever that is. Yeah. 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 Where the, the, there's a bunch of people, they're getting a property sold to make it into like a, a small community. Mm-hmm. It seems almost like a, like working town a little bit. Um, and they make this commercial, which is actually, it's a comedy horror for sure. They make this I commercial laugh. and it turns out to be accidentally yeah. a little bit racist. Uh, <laughs> I laughed a lot. Yeah. Uh, I really, I really, it has a very um, Nordic sense of humor, I would say. I would I, agree uh, with that. I, 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 I really, it really felt like uh, a Swedish version of uh, like Scream or I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, or urban killers or whatever. Uh, it's it's in that vein of of slasher fun. Uh, some of the kills are extremely fun and very very in- intuitive and very very interesting. Uh, some of them are so so, but uh, but most of them are very very good. You I mean, it's really a comedy, like so some of them yeah. are comedic in nature but also like mm-hmm. bloody if that makes sense Very like bloody, they're, yeah. it's graphic but also it's a comedy type of graphic violence yes if that may i don't yeah. know how to describe it other than that um yeah it, it has a it has a low-key sense of humor about it where it's like very it's a, very funny it's a yeah. slasher movie <laughs> but at the same time yeah. it's like uh, making fun of slasher movies. Uh, Very much so. So yeah, it it was fun. Uh, yeah. If you don't like blood and gore, maybe don't watch it. But it don't watch this. Yeah, I totally agree. It was a fun ride. Um, mm-hmm. The dub was pretty okay. Like as far as like the Amer- the English dub. In the dub. beginning, I I thought it was very very bad. In the beginning, I was I even said to you, I really hope this gets better. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, the, I think the ten fifteen uh, minutes in the beginning, I was like, oh, this sounds nothing like it. But uh, I got used to it, so I I forgot. Right. I, yeah, that, but that's not really. I, the I don't think it was that we watch it that, that way. <laughs> yeah, that is also true. Yeah, yeah. I it, it didn't throw me off uh, as much as other movies have went with, with like a bad dub. Maybe that right. it's middle of the road. Uh, so yeah, check it out. I'd give it. I don't know. There there is some kind of cheesy mm-hmm. acting to it, so I'd give it a mm-hmm. probably a a six. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I gave it a six point five. Uh, I very much liked it. Uh, I think I think you should watch it if you like that kind of gory, humorous uh, movies. I I laughed a lot. So I felt like if there the gore wasn't there, you could have cut it apart and made it into like a half hour TV show type. I agree. Yeah, yeah, the way it was filmed more more than anything else. But mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's do some movie news. Uh, did you hear about Alec Baldwin? Because I didn't. Nope. Uh, until yesterday, it says New Mexico prosecutors on Tuesday said they intended intend to recharge Alec Baldwin for involuntary manslaughter in the shooting of Russ Sim- cinematographer. Uh, uh-huh. Biden's case will be brought before a grand jury in mid-November by Special Prosecutor Kerry Morrissey. The move follows the results of an independent for independent forensic forensic test 
that found Baldwin had had to have pulled the trigger of the revolver uh, as he was rehearsing for it to fire uh, the live round that killed Hutchinson. So the, right. uh, the finding was the same as a previous SB, FBI test, which we talked about when that FBI mm -hmm. test came out. So <clears throat> now there's a second independent test that mm -hmm. confirms what the FBI said. Um, if you don't remember, Baldwin said that he didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. And it was confirmed by the FBI he did. Uh, mm -hmm. But th it was it was dismissed back in April after new evidence the gun he used might have been modified, allowing mm -hmm. it to not fire with the trigger being pulled. Morrissey said if the new testing of the gun showed it was working, she would recharge Bald Baldwin. So I guess we're yeah, going to have to see what did. happens, but yeah. yeah. I, I think it's quite interesting, especially because he said he never pulled, pulled the trigger. So I I totally think he lied. I I I don't believe one single second uh, that he didn't shoot. I think it's possible that it w is a hairpin trigger where he didn't actually like he's thinking. Oh, you have to pull it all the way back to the. Mm. You know what I mean? To have it fire, where all you really have to do is like barely pull on it for it to fire right. and he's like I didn't actually pull the trigger all the way back but maybe right. my finger was on the trigger at the time the gun yeah but, he's, yeah. but he said he, not even that right. he said that he wasn't like near the trigger at all yeah I guess he well yeah I'd have to re look I don't remember exactly what he said but it was something like yeah. I I didn't pull the trigger that's all I remember right yeah, yeah. well uh, there's a lot of movies with Once Upon a Time or Once Upon a Time in China or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. whatever. Hollywood, yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, switch it a little and say Once Within a Time. Ooh. That's a cool logo. I mean, it's also, yeah. but it, they had some kind of interesting thing happening on ah, it. Steven Soderbergh. Soderberg. Oh. Yeah. Was that produced like, yeah. by? Or I didn't see what it yeah. credit. Yeah. Or just a produ producer credit. What the wow. hell is this movie? I very much like this. Whoa. Yeah. This? Is this a movie? Cool. Or is this yeah. just an art project? Because so far I don't see a movie. The sky cracked. Oh, I like the visuals. It looks like a music video more than a movie, doesn't it? Yeah. Or like a Fellini-esque type movie. Oh, it says it's an experience. A film. A film. Beyond words. Yeah. Holy I, shit. This is... I want to see this. I love this thing. I can already see the memes. Uh, I, 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 instead of see, I see dead people, I see memes when I watch this trailer. Dang. Director, I love the director. That's a barbaric tale. Mm-hmm. For the ages. That is maybe the coolest trailer I have watched this year. 
coming soon. That was different. Yeah, he made a fucking amazing movie. His last movie was fucking amazing. Okay. Very indie. Okay. So what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? It's called Once Within a Time. After the apocalyptic end of the world, a new one begins with unforgettable views in the hope of a new generation. Okay. Mm. That's kind of an ominous title and very ominous trailer. It really doesn't give you a whole lot uh, of what's going on. I know, I love that. Um, The cast list on Google... I think must be lying because the first person on the cast list when you look up it up on google is mike tyson so i'm not sure i there believe are... it i believe it i guess it's possible well from yeah. that trailer anything is possible to be honest yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean mike tyson has been in other movies so like oh I no i'm not yeah no it's just that i was gonna say it's strange but if you see this trailer it's yes. probably not strange. <laughs> it's probably no, completely so normal for this trailer. I'm thinking that's 110% correct, actually. Yeah, he probably actually is in it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, w- I wonder what it's really about, though. I mean, it. the description said after an apop- the end of the world and it creates a whole new... Yeah. We'll have to yeah. S- I'm sure there's more trailers out there, maybe, at this point. We'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, next week, we'll talk news of the week. Hopefully, maybe... Uh, Maybe we will have news for for once. And we'll talk of uh, TV and movies of the week. We will talk about Surviving Paradise Episode 1. Hopefully it's really, really bad or really, really good. Uh, We will do an additional uh, review of a movie that's about me and Luke, Soulmates. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I would assume that this is going to be a cheesy romantic comedy, but I could be wrong. Like I said, it's about you and me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Super cheesy and romantic. Totally. Uh, we are so romantic, you and me. Yeah, just like uh, Microsoft and Activision Blizzard are super romantic, mm-hmm. and they, they get it mm-hmm. on. They're getting it on. Get it on. Get it on. <laughs> they are fucking in the broom closet. Because Microsoft has completed a $69 billion deal. 69, see? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, mm-hmm. they completed the deal to buy Activision Blizzard, the maker of games including Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. Uh, the Comp- Competition and Market Authority, CMA, has moved to block the deal in April, citing concerns that Microsoft the maker of Xbox would dominate the cloud gaming market. However, last month, uh, they revised the deal to include selling cloud gaming rights outside of Europe as Activision's French rival Ubisoft had substantially addressed the concerns. So, mm-hmm. they were thinking it was going to be a monopoly, obviously, uh, which kind of is getting more and more towards that slowly, like the well, monopolization definitely. of the gaming market. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a tiny bit angry that I can't play uh, Spider-Man 2 this week. Oh, I'm mad Stadia didn't do better. That's what I'm mad about. Um, oh, yeah. I remember when we bought Stadia, CME, <laughs> because we totally believed in, in Stadia. It was going to work. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, they had such a good record of uh, uh, things they really, really did good that company called Google. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. so, like I said, so the monopoly, monopoly of the market. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Round. bought a Stadia. I don't think it's a physical console. It was like a subscription service. Oh, it was. It was it? it oh, okay. Both. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You bought a controller. Oh, you bought a controller, and then it. Uh, yeah. you, then you went into the cloud and used the. Yeah. Okay. And nothing fucking worked, and it was extremely expensive. It never would have worked where I live because of like how my internet is. So. Right. Yeah. Oh my god, I have to tell you this. Uh, talking about the internet providers. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, my internet provider fucking sucks. <laughs> okay. balls. I hate them with the compassion that is saved for people I really don't like. Like my parents. Hey, my parents, fuck you. Uh, anyway, uh, this week, uh, I think it was... Yeah, it's, it's uh, Wednesday today, so it had to be yesterday. Okay. Yesterday, I uh, because I talked on with you on Monday. On yesterday, my internet was like super slow. I didn't really understand why. Restarted everything. Restarted, rebooted everything. Uh, made sure everything was like uh, thing were yep. okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, I got uh, fifty kilobytes per second down so I really didn't understand what the problem was mm -hmm. so I had to call them and uh, when they manually reset the router from their side all of a sudden it worked uh yeah that happens sometimes yeah. I guess fucking hell okay <laughs> that was the story yeah. All right. yeah. Jeremy around um I was going to talk about the McKinney Manor po second podcast. Did you watch the podcast? No. The Reckless Ben. They did a podcast like earlier in the week talking about how they were going to come out with a video. Oh, that uh, I watched yeah, last week. Yeah. I think it came out on yeah. Thursday, right? Or Yeah, probably Thursday. Um, and then just now, 45 minutes ago, they were, Reckless Ben put out an hour, five-minute video which he said on that podcast he was going to release about McKamey Manor saying that this is going to be the final the big reveal the takedown video of McKamey Manor so we haven't seen it yet but mm -hmm. we'll definitely talk about it next week I'm assuming right yeah I am very much looking forward to it uh, from what the podcast said he said they got all the things they wanted. And one of the big things in the last video they posted before they had a strike on their channel was that they mm -hmm. wanted to eat pizza with him. Right? And that was like the big mm -hmm. thing they really... All we want to do is eat pizza with you. And that was their big thing because it would prove all these other things that he um, had lied about if he ate pizza with them. So I'm wondering if that is the ending of this video, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh... Yeah, I I I am super excited uh, to see it. I am I'm a tiny bit worried uh, that he will be too soft. 
Oh, but we will see. Uh, yeah. It would look like from that podcast that there was another... The guy that they had on there was somebody else who had also gone through it without, like, revealing it to Russ, the guy who owns it. So there's a, a third or maybe even fourth insider that was revealed in the podcast. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, anything else? I've got a few things. Well, yes. I have uh, Skull Island, The Rise of King Kong. Have you heard about this game? No. Luke? I don't think so. You heard about Gollum, right? This uh, this uh, year? Yeah, it was like one of the worst movie or one of the worst games of the year. Yeah, this is maybe even worse than Gollum. Why are they making a King Kong game now? Is there a movie I coming out know. or something that I don't know about? So, I have seen this being played and it looks worse than the King Kong game for PlayStation 2. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It is... Uh, the King Kong in this game, his fur looks like it's made of, out of plastine. Like, uh, like uh, it looks so incredibly bad. Uh, and the controls, I have heard, is terrible. Kong, so, Kong yeah. Skull Island came out in 2017. Very confusing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is called uh, uh, something like that. And uh, yeah, it's it's terrible. It's called Skull Island: Rise of Kong. Okay, uh, I'll have to watch some videos on it. I, I'm looking at some just some photos oh, of it right bad. now, and it looks very badly am oh, it's an bad. animated. Speaking of bad, uh, Sniper Wolf, uh, Doxing yeah. Jack's films. Uh, yeah. So we've covered the whole Jax films, you know, uh, making a channel to make fun of Sniper Wolf specifically because she makes bad content. She got super upset about it uh, and, you know, was tweeting a whole lot of things about it and then mm -hmm. made an Instagram post with her and her sister <laughs> standing in front of his house like mm -hmm. like there's some kind of gangsters or something. Like what was what is this? So, like, I, literally doxing his address in the front of his house and where he lives, like, showing it all to, like, millions of people. Um, how is, has anything happened? Has there been any kind of, like, re, you know, recourse no. yet? Yeah, she should have been taken off the internet, if you ask me. Uh, it's, it's, it's really, really, really bad. I I don't understand how she's allowed to do this and have absolutely no ramifications whatsoever. I think this is one of those, like, I don't want to say it is one of those things, but it makes me think, like, what if this was the other way around? If it was him yeah. going to her house and standing in front of her house and, and saying, uh, why don't you just come outside and talk to me? Like... The, like, it's so easy to see it that way and just be like, this is wrong. But then mm -hmm. when people see it the other way, they're like, well, he was being mean to her. So it may, maybe it's okay. And it's like, no, that's not okay. You don't understand even what you're saying. Her defense of the whole thing was, I don't even know how to dox. So is she just an idiot or is she playing dumb? Because I am. Oh, she's playing dumb. Okay. 
Oh, yeah. I kind of think I she don't. might just be an idiot. Yeah. Maybe she's both. Maybe it's a little bit of both. Like, maybe she was just yeah. an idiot to begin with, and now she's playing dumb because yeah. she didn't know in the first place. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But the whole thing is just some... I can't believe YouTube has not uh, done anything yet. Yeah. Like, they haven't even said anything. I'm Like, I'm looking up right now uh, if there's been any... Yeah, I don't see anything about about like um yeah any kind of anything like i did hear that if you go to her g fuel page because she had a g fuel sponsorship that it doesn't exist anymore that was like the one yeah. thing i heard that happened due to due to this so there was this uh tiny little event that happened this week a guy called logan paul don't know who that is uh, versus uh Dennis Deans, that's what I'm going to call him. Uh, yeah, they fought, and holy fuck, what a clusterfuck it was. I didn't watch it, but what I heard is that this guy just didn't fight. Like, he just let nope. Logan Paul just punch him for a few rounds, and then uh, that most people were like, I hope you didn't spend money on this. If you, if you're somebody who went wanted to watch it, I hope you didn't spend money on it because it wasn't really a fight, right? Yeah. Yeah, there was uh, nothing. Logan uh, like was so much better, and then he tried to take Logan down with a jitsu move uh, at the end in a boxing so then, match. Right. Yeah, in a boxing match. So, Isn't yeah. that? Shouldn't that just be an instant disqualification? It should be, yeah. Right, I would think, but this is all not real. I mean, it, the whole thing of it was like the hype of the fight with this guy talking shit about his fiance and stuff like that, and that's why mm. people bought it. But I think this guy was like, "I'm not. I don't even want to fight, really. I just want a payday." Dylan, yeah. Dylan Dingus or whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The last thing I had was Channel Five came back this week randomly. Yep. That was very randomly as well. Um, and with a bunch of, like, Patreon content that I haven't seen, because I'm not on their Patreon, but the one video that w super interested me was the QAnon yeah. preview. Did you see the thing they mm -hmm. put out about, like, that QAnon could have been, like, a AI? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense to you? It, the, when I think about no. it, it makes so much sense to me. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you've seen the Q drops, like the original Q drops on, uh, uh, not four chan, what eight chan, um, those no, but look that did like watch it at sixteen chan because that's the double of eight. Right. Uh, okay. I believe I think there probably is that. Um. Oh, then I watched it on thirty two chan. Sixty four. Uh, sixty four. Nintendo sixty four chan. And what's the double of 64? 128. Eight? Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, the, those original drops looked so much like they could have been created by AI, but nobody really knew that AI was a thing at that time, mm. right? Um, so it, it's feasible in my mind that it was an, like, an AI prototype that somebody was using just to fuck with people online. I don't know. I, okay. Hopefully they'll come out with like the video. I'm not going to pay for it, probably. So, 
Right. Also because the guy is a terrible human being. I don't I I don't think he's a terrible human being. I think he made mistakes in his past for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing I saw was uh, the $1 versus uh, $100,000 house, million dollar house, Mr. Beast thing. <laughs> Mr. Beast videos are getting so formulaic at this point. It's like, yeah. wasn't the one before this like $1 plane versus million dollar plane or something? Yeah, yeah. something like that. It's just like, it's, I think he has lost his whatever he had. I think he knows what he's doing still because he's getting the yeah. views. So uh, yeah. I think he's always been kind of uh, what's the word for it? Not formulate. Uh, he plan. He knows like the algorithm and how to work it. You know, he's. But uh, for example, like uh, the thing he did with a uh, 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 with uh, uh, doing uh, the game show thing. Uh, that was really good. Like, even though it was a short episode, like he has done very good uh, episodes and very good things. Oh sure, so, yeah. This it just seems uh, like lately it's been the same thing over and over and over and over again. I wonder if like he pumps these kind of videos out so he can do videos like that, like once in a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. I I don't know. It does seem like cer- certainly recently it's very formulaic. But mm. I think he, he could change it up. Like, all of a sudden, we're going to get a, another giant kind of Squid Games type video or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm going to end it with a cliffhanger for next week. Okay. Uh, next week, I will tell you if Kim Kardashian can act because I have seen the newest season of uh, American Horror Stories. Okay. Sounds good. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, Again, if you want to hear me talk about wrestling with Bill, you can go to that wrestling show. It's uh, on everything that we we are on. You should listen to that. So it's a tiny bit fun. Uh, We also talked uh, on Sharks Fund, a South Park podcast. We previewed the new special coming up in two weeks. Uh, We talked about what we think it could be about. Uh, Yeah. So you could also check that out. Uh, and we will be back mm, same place, same time. What do you think about that? Uh, it sounds about right to me. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di- another, digi- another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.